Hey everybody, uh, is in traffic with Neil Rubenstein. I'm your host, Neil Rubenstein. You can see that. I don't need to tell you. Uh, this is another video uh, pod. We got Natalie Perlin of uh, Natalie Perlin fame. She's the she's um, the number one Dolly Parton impersonator in uh, all of the East Coast. And then we have uh, Bennett Hoffman, who's uh, ordained minister and uh, a documentary filmmaker uh, and also here's a weird thing um, one time someone tweeted at Bennett that Bennett didn't know the guy and asked him a bit Bitcoin question and I was like oh that that guy probably think, has you confused with another Bennett Hoffman and Bennett goes no 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 I'm the Bennett Hoffman when it comes to Bitcoin <laughs> so I don't know what that means maybe you'll explain it at some point uh, we're gonna talk about drugs uh, we went to uh, all right to Natalie to, um, you have a place at the Poconos we crashed at last night, and uh, what was going on there? So I rented my house out to some people who were um, doing an ayahuasca, ayahuasca ceremony. <laughs> <laughs> we, I don't, we don't really need to. About the real, no, we don't need um, to do code words. You can, you can <laughs> say the drugs. Um, and so it's medicine. Yeah. It was Neil so and Bennett and myself and fifteen people throwing up all night and playing a lute. And Neil wasn't particularly impressed yeah. by the cult, but... Um, I was like, give me the loot! Uh, get it? Give it? Alright, it's okay. He's worked on that all night. Yeah, you really were. I told Jason Chatfield, uh, cartoonist for The New Yorker and Mad Magazine, I was like, yo man, I have a cartoon for you from Mad Magazine, and it's Biggie in heaven playing a mandolin, and the caption just says, give me the loot. Yeah, you know, like, like it, he actually said that's the worst thing he's ever. It doesn't make any sense. But the thing he's not dead, so. Well, that's true. So, uh, how did you end up in this uh, ayahuasca cult? And why is it ayahuasca if it's written spelled with an A? It's not. You, you just say that. I just say hi. Yeah. It's ayahuasca. I thought you were just trying to be funny. No, it's no. ayahuasca. Right. right. Now, I went with my mom's psychic to the Amazon in uh, for a month. Was it you, your mom, and her psychic, or no, just you and her psychic? No, my mom didn't go. She just sat me with her psychic. Because <laughs> <laughs> her psychic's from there. And I was going through some, some stuff. And I did a lot of ayahuasca and some other um, plant medicines for about a month. And then I came back to the States. And a few months later, I thought I wanted to do it again. And I found this um, group in New Jersey. Um, group? Group. Um, I'm in a cult. Well, I, I've escaped the cult now, but I was in the cult. They're actually really nice, and um, it's not a sex cult, unfortunately. <laughs> but I feel, like, I feel like all the bad cults get all the press. Like I'm sure there's got to be a ton of nice cults out there. Yeah, but even good cults get bad press. Right. I was, I, she said I was in a cult, and was like, ooh. Right? But she, it sounds like they were nice people. It was. It was no. Yeah, and before a religion becomes a religion, it's a cult. And they're usually doing drugs. There's some sort of, yeah, I'm sure. You think, the, you think the, the Christian sacrament has always been wine and crackers? No. Crack-ass crackers? People are fucking tripping. What about, well, I mean, the Branch Davidians? You know, bad call. Um, but it, they, there's more than just the Branch Davidians. Like, Branch Davidians was a thing. Like, all right, I don't know. Uh, it's just they're just they're just religious. They're just extra right. religious. So I don't know if there was drugs. I'm asking. Asking oh, for a friend. But weren't they? They were they were Christian, right? It was a Christian sect. So I mean, it's, they're like forking off an established religion. Forking off. Forking off. I'm saying if you if you're starting a new religion, if, if you're a dude or a lady who's like, I'm gonna start a new religion. It's not usually just like because I got some good ideas. Right? It's because you, you have been in contact with what you believe to be a higher power. Yeah. And usually, either it's epilepsy or drugs. That's usually what that's Epilepsy? Epilepsy then? can cause people to yeah, have, have a religious visions. Absolutely. How was the Amazon? Tell us more about the Amazon. <laughs> oh gosh, it was lit. It was so lit. <laughs> lit. Um, can I talk about the shit? Can you talk about whatever you okay, want? Um, Shit, baby. <laughs> talk about the shit, baby. So I, um, I was in an ayahuasca ceremony and I was convinced for hours that I was having a baby. Um, 
think the drumming uh, was making me feel like I was having contractions. Um, and then finally, I had a baby, but it was really just I shit myself. But um, everybody either throws up or shits themselves. But I really thought it was baby. Um, that was kind of disappointing. But that was the last the last time. Um, that was, yeah, that was cool. spiritual growth. <laughs> So you just spent a full month like in the rainforest. Like, was it like glamping or was it like straight up? Like we're in a hut. There's cannibals in the hut next to us. You're with other like people, cannibals. but you're in your own little hut. Um, but then I also spent time in in Cusco and in um, in Lima, not just in, in the jungle. Was there? Was it like a wave? Was it a wave from civilization? Was it like running water? Was there? You have to bring your own, like just a bunch of food. You can, like bring your own water, but they have they put you on a diet of just like plantains and rice and fish. Right. Um, so that's not very fun. But um, that's to avoid getting sick from the plant medicine. I roll my eyes when I say plant medicine because it just that's come on. It's real. It's real. All right. You need to do it. No, it's drugs, next, but it's fine. Next time you're, you're doing it. See, all med all medicine is drugs. I know, but like it just it just <laughs> sounds so phony when you're like. Not you, the you, the royal you, is like, I was doing narcotics or I was doing plant-based medicine. It's like, no, you're doing drugs. You say drugs, it's fine. We all do drugs, it's fine. Well, it's not. That's, I think the point is it's not just doing drugs. If you're doing, that's why doing drugs is like, is like taking Molly and going to a rave or like doing blow. It's like, you're like doing drugs for fun. So right? it's judgmental of you to the people that do Molly no, and I, raves. I, I have done that. I'm, I'm on board with doing drugs. I'm saying, but there's a difference between doing drugs as like, an end in themselves as like I'm gonna rage or whatever and then the idea that you can use and the reason yeah it is snooty to call it plant medicine river but it's accurate in that there's a, a medicinal not obviously in the hospital sense but in the, in the idea that you're using it not because you just want to see some weird shapes and meet some fucking elves or whatever but because the, the idea is to get some kind of healing or, or benefit from Okay. Oh. <laughs> my opinion hasn't changed, but I I'm I'm value, I value your I'm just explaining contribution. Why are you being a jerk? I'm not. <laughs> why, why are you mansplaining drugs to me? Dude, I can mansplain it. You're a man. Can you? Is that a thing? I think. What? Mansplaining to a man? Like, but aren't you then assuming my gender? And like, are you allowed to do that? I'm pretty sure. I'm pretty sure about your gender at this point. <laughs> Having known you before. Yeah. No, you don't know. Uh, are, you, are, you, are you a man? Yeah. See? So you're really a mom? Yeah. <laughs> Were you in a yurt? No, it's not a yurt. It's like a little, a little structure with other little structures, but it's not a yurt. Um, it's a yurt. It's more triangle. <laughs> this is more of like a, a rectangle. Were you, uh, was it ritualistic? Was it ritualistic in the same way or differently than, um, was it ritualistic? And if it were ritualistic, was it ritualistic in the same way or different than uh, the, the thing last night that we witnessed? And there's, there's definitely um, a couple shamans and um, everybody's wearing white and... There's music, there's chanting, there's prayers, there's a lot of um, different rituals. But um, I, I don't know if it's more the actual drug that you're taking or if it's if it's the rituals, but you can definitely, I wouldn't want to do ayahuasca by myself and not with a shaman, just like without, I really, you really feel like they are controlling your body through their music and through like, they can like shake, um, feather at you and your whole body will follow it. It's really bizarre. Do you, do you consider like either that guy or those girls last night, like were they the shaman or that was a different? Uh, the man was a shaman, yeah. yeah. And uh, most of the women I think just worked with the medicine for a lot of the medicine. <laughs> worked um, with him for a long time so they, they know a lot of the girls and the rituals for it. Those are songs. Egros? Yeah. Those songs? Egros. I think it's just Spanish for song, right? Yeah. But Brazil is, Brazil is Portuguese. 
Yeah, Oh, you're in the Peruvian rainforest? Oh, you said Lima. Right. I've done it in um, Peru and then also in, in um, Colombia. But I think you need your own cult. I think you're ready for a cult leader lifestyle. Me? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you've got the mystique, you've got the look. I also um, have some platforms, so. Yeah, what's, what would your cult be based on you? Well, a bunch of stuff. I think for one, uh, it would be a socialist community. It's hard, it's hard to have like a, a super individual, individualistic, like capitalist cult. Except for all of our society. Yeah, I mean, it's everything we do every day. <laughs> um, yeah, it would be socialist. It would, uh, it would, there would be very limited judgment based on sins and or beliefs. Just don't hype, man. I, I don't know. I don't know if I'm cut out for a cult leadership just yet. I haven't made the doctrines. Maybe you to bring the. I believe that there's a higher power, but like, it's in you. And why would it put us on this earth? Yeah, exactly. It doesn't. It doesn't exist in that manner. It didn't create us. Does that make sense? Yeah. It's pretty consistent with all uh, my other random analogies. And and, and with the uh, the people I know who have done a lot of drugs. <laughs> I've never done. I've only no, I know. I'm done. Uh, I've only done a little bit. I've only done uh, a lot that one time. Marijuana the one time. And uh, there was like a, there was like an occasional drink or two when I was like a, a wee lad. Yeah. Where you smoke a cigarette? I did. I did smoke cigarettes. There you go. Smoked very briefly, like fifth or sixth grade. I was trying to be like, Ooh. wow, that's that's young. Yeah, it was stupid. It was me and this other kid. We bought a pack of cigarettes and we smoked it, and that was it. That's like. It, it, it's a drug, though. Like you're saying, there's one of the things that they did in the Amazon was a bunch of rolled up like tobacco, right? Yeah, it's like um, a very different type of tobacco. They, for them, it's very healthy. It's not like cigarettes causing cancer. It's they treat tobacco as a medicine, and there's all these different varieties of it that they use for different things. What were the other drugs you were, you're saying you did? Um, I did um, plant-based medicine. Kamalonga, <laughs> um, which is actually it was like a bath. They bathed me in, and then I had um, super sharp senses, and I was by myself in the jungle. Not completely by myself, but just like alone. And I could see things from so far away, like they were right in front of me. And it was, I felt, I felt so tough. I never felt tough like that before. Ever. So that was like the hunters. That's like the hunters. They give it to. Yeah, it's something they would take before going on a hunt to make their senses really strong. Definitely and, and works. Alien. Definitely works. And what's that one called? Um, Kamalonga. 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 Like, it's like, it's like, we're going on a hunt. You want to come along? <laughs> it sounds like a, um, a Partridge Family song. <laughs> hey, everybody, come along. It sounds like the parody of the Partridge Family that they did in the rest of the development. Yes. It sounds like a thing they would actually probably yeah, 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 yeah. The Kamalonga. And then what was the, you said there was another one. I've done San Pedro a few times too. But you've done San Pedro too, right? Quite a parody. Oh, uh, is that a different same? I, I mean, I think it's both mescaline. Yeah. Right. So I guess. Like mescaline, like the green? No. That's mes like M E S C L U N. I hate to spell that. Mescaline. M E S C U L Y N E. Like, is it is it a salad green? Yeah. yeah it's not that. Because <laughs> I've done that. <laughs> I've had mescaline. I'm sure if you do enough of that, you'll poop. Oh, you poop. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's roughage. Right, so it's kind of like that. What? <laughs> it's kind of like that, that it'll mess with your balance. Your intestines. <laughs> What's, uh... San Pedro, and that's masculine, and peyote's masculine. 
Yeah. What was the non-ayahuasca thing you did? You said you did ayahuasca, but not really. Oh, uh, yeah, we, I, I call it pharmawasca. Um, so it's, it's a pharmacological. Oh, it's like the, the ayahuasca. it's the chemical version of the plant-based medicine. Yeah, so the way it works with the plants is there's like, one plant has DMT, which is a dimethyltryptamine, which is a common sort of, uh, alkaloid, uh, hallucinogen, you can right. nature. And then there's another plant. That's, our brain brings it. Yeah. I, I think, I don't know how much to trust people. Like, oh, the pineal gland is pumping out TMT all the time, and that's why near-death experiences happen in dreaming. And I don't know. I don't think it actually does that much, but I think, yeah, it is made in your brain. It's also made in a lot of grasses and stuff. It's um, also made in a lab where you bought it. You made, yeah, you made a lab. I mean, it was probably extra. It's easier to extract it than it is to synthesize. You can extract it from like a frog, from like frog secretion. Well, that's, that's a that's a five neo DMT. Uh, slightly, but yeah, yeah, that's that's where the whole thing of frog myth comes from. <clears throat> oh, I've never done that, but it's it's, it's supposed to be uh, a different kind of thing. Um, I thought the licking frog thing came from like the poison dart frogs, because uh, it's like legitimately a toxin, and it, like small well, doses messes you up, but in big doses puts you down. This is legitimately a toxin as well. Like the, the Bubatin, the Mimeo DMT that comes from the Sonoran Desert Toad, I think, is a, it is a, it is a toxin. Like it's, it's made to, but it's not, uh, like, you have to, it's more of a toxin that if someone eats it, eats the frog. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right? But this is, uh, so it's not like the rainforest toads, like if you touch your frogs, if you touch them, it's like a touch toxin. Yeah. Whereas this is, not if you t- well, you have to, you have to ingest it. Yeah. Uh, there are, I know, I saw, the whole, there's, there's like a vice thing, the Hamilton's Pharmacopoeia uh, series they did, where he goes down to the Amazon and there's a, there's another frog venom one where they're like poking it with like stick, you know, made of it. And they're, they're, little holes yeah. Yeah. But uh, so, but the the shit we made. Wait, is they poking a person <clears throat> or they poking a frog? They take the frog venom and they they burn like they burn it into the guy's skin. To to kill him? No, to make a make a trip. I think I think he didn't really enjoy that. I remember the episode correctly, but uh, but the shit we made was so it was it was DMT um, powder extract, and uh, then we had harmala um, or harmaline uh, extract, which is a the other half of it is a. Is a Who do you want to call? Shit, <laughs> sorry, I didn't mean for that to happen. Is a is an MAOI, um, which basically all it does is it's. Like normally, if you eat DMT, your stomach breaks it down before it even hits your bloodstream. Okay. Uh, so this prevents that from happening, so it can actually get into your bloodstream, and you can have the effects. So you, for to take DMT, you have to shoot it, or you have to shoot it or snort it. Uh, uh, I mean, it's it's usually smoked, or if if you're doing if you're just gonna do it by itself, but you can drink it if you mix it. If you mix it with this other thing. Yeah. Um, you guys, yeah, I mean, you could shoot it. I don't I've only heard of like one crazy batshit story where someone had like an IV trip and they were living in a bunker in you know somewhere. Oh. Um, they had like a, they had a this was a bad cult. They had a bunker like a missile silo that they converted into a cult headquarters or something. Um, but say so yeah, drink it and and then it's like I mean I've never done actual ayahuasca so I don't know how close it is to the experience but I definitely had something that sounds like the experience that people have on ayahuasca. But I, I got a little sick, but I wasn't like puking my guts out like a lot of people do. And uh, most of the people that we, we had in, in that experience didn't get sick. So. Dude, people last night, there was so much vomiting. <laughs> it, was aggressive, it was aggressive vomiting. It was so much vomiting. It was like, you could get like the loot and like the stomping around, and then a guy vomiting saying things like, why, why? <laughs> Yeah, but very it, not chill. Sure, I mean, oh no, yeah, it's not. That's the thing is, is people are like, it's not fun. That's 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 what I'm talking about. You can be addicted to it because you do it, and you still like you even like hear the word and you taste it in your mouth, and it's so nasty, it's vile. Yeah. And if people use it to to stop addictions, people use that to stop it. Yeah, that's like um, 
like uh, the way people like microdose or do like LSD, right? Like it's like a one-time use to like kick smoking. Well, that's, so, a, that's not micro. That's a macrodose. I I quit LSD. I quit smoking the first time I did LSD. But like that's like a thing. Like people do that. Yeah. Like that's like a common thing. Like someone's like, oh, I have I have bad anxiety. I'm gonna treat it with this one-time LSD use. So people do different things. Like there's research going on right now. Uh, into using specifically mushrooms as a treatment for acute depression. And that's a high-dose, one-time, like, guided therapy session. Uh, so it's almost treating like a plant medicine. Um, <laughs> but it's, it's like where you're with a therapist. So it's, it's very similar to, like, the, the shamanic kind of thing, except it's a medical professional way. But it's used in, in a therapeutic setting. Uh, and it's like the early studies have shown like very promising results in treating severe depression like very immediately and having like a, a long-term multi-month effect uh, in, in helping treat it. And people also use it because it stays in your system, right? No, it doesn't stay in your system. Like it's, it's, it's a purely mental or, or neurological change. So like it, it's because of the, the experience that you have changes your, the way your brain's working into a mood where you're not, like, it basically, what, Michael Pollan wrote a really good book on this recently, uh, he's the guy that did, um, like, people know him because he wrote books like The Omnivore's Dilemma, Dilemma and In Defense of Food, where he's this very, like, organic, clean-eating kind of guy, where, you know, he's talking about nutrition, basically, for his entire career, and then his last book is called How to Change Your Mind, I think, uh, see that or How to Open Your Mind, but I'm pretty sure it's How to Change Your Mind, and he basically got into a bunch of psychedelic experiences and, and uh, writes about them and, and goes into the research on them and talks about why they like the nobody knows how they work but they're, they're kind of like the best theories uh, he like lays out and so for depression um, you, you've been you've been depressed like we're all comedians do comedy and like our way, so we all know about depression but it's a the point is that like a lot of people when they're severely depressed there's that there's that bit where it's like uh, uh, my OCD keeps you killing myself because you can only you can't do it in even numbers. I don't know, I just saw. I it. think that's Ilya Laskin, right? Is that Ilya? It could be. I mean, it's like it sounds like it's been so funny. <laughs> Go ahead, sorry. I didn't mean to. But it, it like you ruminate, like you get down on yourself, right? And you start thinking about how bad things are, and that makes you more depressed. And then you're like thinking about that. Well, right? yeah. I mean, and and the thing that. Um, psychedelics appear to be able to do when used correctly is to kind of break that loop. And like the, the part of your brain... Give it a loop. Give it a loop. <laughs> that's it. So like, that, that's why I have... And so by breaking that loop and letting people kind of step back from it, they kind of are able to escape the depressive moment and like, and like get momentum towards being happier. So you're saying I should do LSD? No. I never recommend anyone does drugs. But if you're going really? to, you should definitely do mushrooms first. Uh, <laughs> do you really not recommend anyone does drugs? Yeah, I, I feel like you're like a proponent of drug use. I, I, I think that um, like strong psychedelics are extremely, can, like can be extremely uh, powerful. And that like, it's kind of like a, it's kind of like a, a gun rights thing. Like I'm not like a big gun person or whatever. Right. But I can see it being like someone who's like reasonable about it, but it's pro gun. Like, look, I think people should have access. Right. They're dangerous though. Like you gotta, right. you gotta know what you're doing. And so right. I think it's the same. Like, I don't think I should just like go do acid. Uh, right. I mean, people do and they're fine, but like, I think that you get a lot more out of it and it's a lot safer if you learn about it and you understand how it works and you work with someone who can help you get a lot of the positives out of it, as opposed to just like going to a concert or something. Right. <laughs> which is which can be fun, I'm sure. Really. Do you, do you are you a proponent of uh, drug use? I don't I don't drink. I don't smoke. I mean I was with sugar in my life. And you didn't start doing drugs until I just super recently. Started this year, yeah. And I was I'm very grateful. I'm very grateful for the experiences that I've had. Um, but I'm also happy that I didn't do them a lot earlier 
ready to yeah. see some of the things that it brought up for me. So um, I tried microdosing, but I'm really bad at math. <laughs> so I was actually just doing <laughs> mushrooms like all the time. And it made me a really open person. <laughs> it made me, I think, come out of my shell a little bit. So but funny. I've, I've stopped with the microdosing. I, I just I need friends that are better at, at fractions. Oh, I, <laughs> I'm really bad at math. I had told you before you guys met. I had told you, I was like my friend Natalie said she because you said you were microdosing. I was like oh my friend Natalie said she's microdosing, but she screwed up the math and was just <laughs> dosing. Was just like, I was having a lot of fun. Also, like I think kind of lost touch with everybody's reality and was just in my own kind of reality that wasn't but the same but it didn't fucking matter yeah cause everyone's in their own everyone's in their own reality well aside from my crazy conspiracy that nothing's real <laughs> in re, like in if this is if this does exist if we are here in this world yeah in this i think that's a reasonable first assumption plane of reality right there's someone watching this, and we all exist, and this car's alive. If this is all factual and real, each person is, we're our own thing. We don't, the empathetic person is the minority. What do you mean? The person who recognizes other people's realities is the minority. Yeah. We go through life, in general, a human goes through life thinking, me first, no one else exists. I think. I mean, certainly the average American. I think, I think they, they might think other people exist, but they, it's sort of a... They might think they think other people exist. <laughs> sure. No, seriously, like, this isn't like being, a, uh, this isn't me being weird and nutty. This, I'm uh, being... I mean, I'm being weird and nutty, but that's just, I am that place. But we think we're being empathetic and we're thinking about other people, mm -hmm. but ultimately we are not. We are still mostly concerned with our self-preservation, our well-being. Yeah. So even when you try to be the least offensive, the least this, the, you know, everybody's everybody's every great like you're still not doing the selfless deed there's still a measure of self gratitude yeah you're all, if you're aware that you're doing something nice you're still giving yourself that that on the back you right. can't really speak that right so that's why I still think you just embrace it but that's why I think most people even the people that think they're doing good, but not good, that's not what I mean. People do good, people are good, people are bad, whatever. People who think that they're empathetic still need to do some significant soul searching because what they think is empathy is really just another layer of selfishness. Yeah. Because they're not thinking about that person and that person's world they're thinking about that person and how it relates to their own world yeah i guess that's definitely true and that's why i think like if you were on this like mushroom trip where everyone else's reality didn't matter it was just being more honest about <laughs> your reality being the only one that matters it's not i wouldn't take it as a bad thing it's just like an honest thing No, I mean, maybe it's like, and oceans don't exist. Go ahead. What? And oceans don't exist. Uh, well, because we're not going to buy one, so I would enter my reality. Uh, but like, yeah, like it's currently. I've never. I have been on a cruise ship, or what I believed was a cruise ship. Uh -huh. I've been on what I was led to believe was a cruise ship. It's really just a mall. Yeah, and even then couldn't say definitively that this thing I'm on, this body of water that I'm on, stretches the whole earth. Right. 
you're skeptical. You're a skeptical, skeptical person. Skeptical. Which I just, you know, I just, the school and government and textbooks, they lie to you about so much stuff. Uh, this is not a rant for this, but <laughs> they just lie to you about so much stuff. Like, why should I just blindly believe anything? Even oceans. You know what I mean? Like, I'm just, I'm using that as the thing, but it could be anything. You know what I'm saying? Some won't choose to believe in UFOs, but the, the thing says that the UFOs don't exist. But no one's like, oh, that guy's obviously ridiculous. Like, why? I mean, a lot of people think that guy's obviously ridiculous. But, he, but he gets, no, I disagree that most people think he's ridiculous. I think people, right. want, people give that credit credence. People give that conversation credence. Yeah, yeah it's because it's a, it's a story that people are familiar with. Okay, well, it's a, it's a brand of crazy. I'm gonna make you aware of this brand of crazy. That's, yeah, no, I'm on board. <laughs> I'm on board with those. I appreciate that you're on board. Starting the starting the notions don't exist movement. Yeah, I gotta come up with like a catchy title for it. Yeah, like notion. Ah, uh, the no ocean notion. Yeah, that's not good. It's not great. For now, though, we can. Have, you, have you ever seen it? Yeah. <laughs> well, you haven't. You haven't because you didn't trans. Rest, not what's the word you haven't transit you didn't you didn't complete the, yeah, yeah but even if even they did how do you know that they didn't go into a big lake and just move around for a bit and then get back yeah because like you're like even planes like you can't see the whole ocean. you don't know what you're going over you don't know so you know if, if you went to space like if, if space existed and and you went there as an astronaut and you looked down and you saw if I saw with my own eye, I could see all the ocean there. Then would that be ocean? Support? I mean, I don't know. Cause... What if it's just blue? Yeah, dude. Because like it's blue, the ground is blue. That's fair. But that's like it's so easy for them to fake that. The planet. All right. I know I sound crazy. Listen. <laughs> I know. I know. I know. Here, here, the here, man. You get put in a tube. With six windows, they shake the fucking tube. <laughs> yeah. They throw rocks at the tube. What about the, what about the weightless? They blow up a piece of dynamite next to the tube. Yeah. What about the weightless part? Oh, maybe they fill the tube with foam. I don't know. <laughs> maybe the weightlessness. All right. I'd be like, oh, that's crazy. I don't know how they do this. They fill it with water. I don't, see, I, I don't think you're sounding crazy. I think you're, I think you're sounding sane. I think you're like the, you're doing it in an absurdist way, right? Like the absurdist way of is, is just be like oceans don't exist and making that claim. But like the the, the skepticism. The, the, the question is, right? Obviously, whatever. <laughs> the oceans, right? Right. The question is, the root of it is, why is someone? absolutely ridiculous for something they believe because you can't see it. Right. You could use Jesus as the thing. Yeah. I don't use Jesus as a thing because I, I think Jesus is ridiculous, but I'm not going to judge you on believing in Jesus. Just like everyone, this, here's where it all started. Here's where it all started. Uh, I'm sorry to, that we're doing this, that we're going down this, this is a, rabbit hole. This is a comedy podcast. It's not a home. It's not okay. a, It's just a podcast. <laughs> But it, whatever, it's yeah. fine. I mean, I make jokes. I'll make jokes. Here's where this whole thing started was a few years ago, I realized I, I was making fun of Scientology. Right. And then someone joined in on the making fun of Scientology. And I was like, you believed in a bunny. You know what I mean? Like you yeah, believed, in, yeah. Like you believed in all this stuff. You believed Santa Claus. Jesus came back from the dead. You believed in. Why are those things less ridiculous than intergalactic Lord Zenu and his Thetans, uh, volcano of Thetans? Right. Why is that more ridiculous than that? Like, who are you to say that what I think is nuts? What's well, because what you think is nuts? They grew up with it, right? Okay. It's, it's, all right. It's, it's them that they never. Okay. Stuck their head out of the, right. out of the window. Right? So I'm saying stick your head out of the window. Yeah. I'm saying, I'm saying, 
I'll, look, I'm not saying planes don't exist. I'm not saying flight doesn't exist. Yeah, we are, we fly places. I'm saying, do we fly places? <laughs> you know what I mean? The first time I was ever on a plane as a kid, I, we're going to visit my grandparents, and I like I remember very distinctly thinking we went to the airport, got on the plane, it flew in the air, it landed, we got out, we got in car, and we went to my grandparents' house. Right, and I thought we landed at the same airport. There you go. And I did not understand why we had to do this part. Right. I was like, we're just gonna we're just flying around in a circle and coming back and then driving to grandma and grandpa's. What's the plan about? Exactly. Like what's the fucking point? Right. I mean, and I mean, the point is, as, as a kid. Yeah, but the point is that people can make money off of lower classes of people yeah. if they convince you that you have to go fly in that tube for half an hour. <laughs> and then the way you but then the way you convince yourself that's something sticking out of the window, and and then the reason I'm asking about if you go to space and see the ocean is that good enough? Because like for me, I don't think it would be good enough for me. For the for the, for the plane thing. <laughs> sorry, sorry to cut you off. It wouldn't be good enough for me in the same way that just every day on Earth isn't good enough for me to be like, yeah, this exists. Yeah. Well, what if, I'm saying, what if, ignore, I don't know. Ignore the rock. But that, the, the question I'm asking is like, how could you? Right. So right. for the plane, it just thing, none of it makes sense. We just evolve, like we're just atoms. We're mostly nothing. Well, that's what, what we're not, right? Like, so the, the, that's when you, if you look at the physics model of the atom stuff. But to your back to your what you're saying about everyone has their own mushroom trip, it's your own world. It's like it's like that is all all you know ever. Right? Like, you know, like people don't ever see reality. All they it's have your is what's vision. happening in your brain. And and they right? say that too. Like so they say like what your eye sees isn't really what's there anyway. No. Right? Because it's like it's backwards. They we put it, we process it, we flip it around, it's like a mirror, right? Yes. Yeah, but then also it's like other animals have more cones and rods in their eyes, so they see yeah. different colors and 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 I heard and I love this one, and I bet it's real, is before they had the word for the color blue, people didn't know what the color blue was. Yeah, I forget what uh, culture that is. There's, there's a bunch of fun anthropological, linguistic things like that. And one of them is a, there's, there's a culture that doesn't have words for left and right. Like they don't have those directions. They only have north, south. Like they have like, right, and they can never get lost. They, they always know and never get lost. And they always, it's, it's like basically, they always know which direction they're facing. So if you, it's like, if you are sitting across a table from someone and like the, someone's like, hey, could you ask the other person to move this thing over there? Which like we would say like to your left. Yeah, they say move it to the south. You'd say, well, yeah, move it, move it south. And then to the other person, where I would, I would say, could you, could you move to your right? You say move it to your south. And they, yeah. they just know that. So south. you don't have to do the thing like, is this the left or right. the right? But it's cool. And my then, left, your left. Like that sketch. Oh, you should check out my sketch on on uh, on the YouTubes. <laughs> What's the sketch called? I don't know what the sketch is called. Wait, pizza, you, pizza delivery? How are you gonna find pizza delivery? Go to my YouTube. The same place you're watching this. Just click around. Okay. So, like information is always changing. Like they used to be like, oh, you need to eat like whole wheat bread, and now they're like, nobody eat carbs. Yeah. And they're like, <laughs> milk is good for you, and now they're like, don't eat milk. Oh, no, yeah. It's, it's good don't for you drink again. milk. So it's like. Why do we trust people when they change their minds like all the time? But even the things, even the other things, global warming. Like, yeah, I want to be on board with like, I hate global warming. I'm with you guys, right? I want to be on. And then they're like, well, it's not global warming; it's climate change. It's like, all right, well, why don't you figure out what the hell you you're dealing with, and then bring it to me, and I'll get on board. Because well, right now, that was a, politi a political change, right? Basically, because global warming, then you get people being like, well, but it's cold. It's a cold winter. And like, okay, yes, it's gonna get hotter some places, colder some places. It's more so. It was basically like that. And then politics is a whole weird thing itself. But but climate change. Okay, Pluto. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like all the things. What about Eggs. What about, cholesterol. What about Pluto? It is. It isn't. It is again. It isn't again. Now there's two of them. Now there's twelve planets in the there's solar two, system. Well, there's Pluto, and then there's like 
Elvis and Andrews, or whatever the fuck they're called. Okay. No, it's not Elvis and Andrews. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. It's all theories. It's all theories, and they're presented to you like they're facts, and they're not facts. And why do we pick some facts to be like, yes, you're right, everyone's an idiot if they don't believe this fact? Well, because it's, it's expedient. Right? Like, that's, and that's what I'm saying. Everything's a theory, including everything in your own head. Everything's a theory, including the theory that everything's a theory. Yes. Yeah, so, and, and well, but I'm saying we're, right now we're behind a, a Dodge pickup truck, and like, that's a theory, though. It's a theory well, that you're, Right, because the. It's a theory your brain is making right, right. about what it. Because, what like, what's behind? If the Earth is round, then I'm ahead of it. <laughs> That's not exactly where I was going. Um, but yeah. <laughs> but all I'm saying is, is it like, yeah, we, we don't ever directly experience reality. That's fine. And so we, we have some sort of, like, apparatus that, of our senses that our brain uses to make theories about Those things. colors are good. Yeah, sorry. It's a good foliage. Do you, do you want to just do the whole gapping of the foliage? Not the foliage. But. But why should we believe some things are true? Is because like all all the, all the stuff you're saying is right, and that you can't prove any of it really ever. But ultimately, like it's a convenience thing. Okay, and I understand that, and I'm willing to accept that. Yeah, and so I'm willing to accept the things that make your world convenient, and I'm willing to accept the things that help me get through my life as in a more convenient fashion. As like, long I'm as willing... your things don't make you fuck with my life. Right, and I agree, but it's like capitalism. Yeah. Like, okay, I live in this society. I'll play along. I'll pay the rent. I'll figure out a way to make some money, and I'll get through my days. Yeah. Because that's the way it works. Because every, everyone's playing that game. Because everyone's right. I'll play along. I'm, that's fine. When we all get in line to throw bricks, I'll get in line to throw bricks. <laughs> I'm in. I'm, I'm in. I love the brick throwing. I'm looking forward to the bricks. I can't wait for the breakthrough. But don't then tell me I'm a moron because I'm like, well, is it round? It, like that's the thing. It's, it's, it doesn't. I I don't know why people get so mad about it. Like I think it's that's the thing. that's what that's what makes me mad. Right? Is everyone? Like, oh, it's just so stupid. Who who benefits from it being round? Who benefits from it being? Everyone who makes money benefits from it being around. But it, but it also, if we found out today that it was flat, she would be upside down. Well, no, because then we'd fall off. Right. But I was, the, the reason people get mad is because, you like, so in, in a sense that the idea, like, you can believe whatever you believe as long as it doesn't make you do shit that fucks with my, that makes it hard for me. Right. Yeah, and, but I'm but, even like you believe things that do make it hard for me, and I'll, I'll still be well, fine. That's surprise people do. But what I'm saying is that it, you believing that the Earth is flat, or Kyrie Irving believing the Earth is flat, right? For most people, the it chat like the Earth being around for them is so low in the stack of these are convenient beliefs that I like make my life easier to not think about. That when you when you jostle it and like I don't know this thing's bullshit. There's a whole tower of stuff built on top of it that now they get anxiety about. Well, I right, I had heard that like um, inner city science teachers were like, this dude just ruined class. Right. Because people believe Kyrie Irving over their concern. Right, which which went to a whole other problem. But well, a problem <laughs> or just situation. No, it just yeah, it's just that's real life. You choose to believe the people you want to believe. Right. And I'm with these kids, man. Why <laughs> trust a teacher? Yeah. Well, I don't know this dude. I don't know this dude. I don't know how this dude got here. I know that Kyrie Irving struggled and got out of a system and and used his God-given abilities or whatever. Whoever gave him the abilities or his earned abilities to be good at entertaining me. He figured out, maybe he didn't I figure trust, out geology, but he figured out basketball and capitalism. I trust Bill Burr more than I trust a school teacher. 100% of the time. And, like, that, I'd say, is part of, I mean, 
problem or not, it's, it's like it's interesting to look at it from that perspective because then it's like, well, why do we? If you can be honest about that, it's like, then well, why do we expect kids to trust school teachers? Why? Well, why? Is, why, as why a do society, we? Is that, like, why do we do that? Why and, do we do that? And, that and then why? Why do we do that? And then don't figure out how to structure the culture so that they do right. So how? Why don't we do it where everyone gets famous? Everyone who gets famous. You have to, depending on how rich and famous you get, you have to donate a certain amount of hours to doing like these videos that they play in classrooms and there's just a cop in the classroom. Not a cop, <laughs> like a soldier in the classroom. That you have to watch the video, pay attention to the video. It's Kyrie Irving talking about John. It's Kanye West talking about politics. It's, it's what? Talk about whatever you want. But the more famous you are for less reason, you know what I mean? Like, you got to put your time in. Yeah, I mean, well, All then, right, you made billions of dollars, well, now you got to do... But now you're building a new a new tyranny of, like, now who's making them say the right things? You know, who decides what the right things are? No, it's not, it's not, it's not going to be carrier. No way it's going to be carrier coming in and talking about flat earth. That's never going to happen. Right? Because no, it's not going to let them. Oh, but that's the beauty of it. He earns his right to say whatever he wants. I would say the, the people who structure That's education. the thing. We're, we're structuring the people with the... Well, the people... No, the people... They, they are. The people who got famous got to structure. <laughs> I, I think that's kind of where we're headed. Well, that's where we are at. People yeah. believe Trump over everything else, and it's like, what? How do you... Like, he... He just showed you numbers and then said the opposite. You were like, "Yeah, no." <laughs> but he, but he was good on The Apprentice, or whatever. Yeah. Was he though? I don't know. I didn't really uh, but like, I worked on that show. <laughs> that's. I mean, that's that's it. Like, and that's the, the ideas people have are more real to them than anything else. Yeah, and I'm, uh, I'm a fan of that. Uh, yeah, I just yeah. So let you let people think what they want to think. It doesn't. It doesn't affect you. I mean, it ends up affecting. How? No. I mean, like, yeah, I mean, Trump is the president, right? Well, that's that wouldn't happen in my version of reality. I think. I think it definitely would. The way you're trying to structure. No, because he he wouldn't run for president. Why not? Because he wouldn't need that. Because he'd already be like in classrooms. And he'd be like, you oh, think we had a middle school teacher who's gonna do it for Trump? Dude, his whole thing is just to be able to tell people what's up. Yeah, he wants to tell the most people. Yeah. Like, so he's 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 got to be at, like he's got to be at the top. That's his that's uh, his idea. Right? You're conflating my idea with middle school teacher. I'm saying every school classroom in America yeah has the same video. Yeah, but then it's just it's just Trump shape. I mean, he's it's the same thing. He's shaping the ideas of the next generation of America. If he's he's getting in their heads is the point. And then, like, letting people think what they think. But there'd be so many competing things. Because Oprah would have one. Obama would have one. Yeah, but then who decides? How do you decide who gets in what classroom? Maybe there's a fight. Yeah, well, that's called politics. No, no, no. Maybe there's, like, a WWE-style fight. You gotta be more... You can't be scripted. UFC-style Yeah, UFC-style fight. Bellator. That's just that's just honest politics. I don't know, man. We can't fix everything today. Natalie, what do you think? Natalie Prime for president. I'm in. There you go. <laughs> Who's her running me? Kenny Rogers and Burr Reynolds are both dead. Kenny Rogers is dead. Oh. <laughs> don't don't start like a Kenny Rogers death hoax, nope. y'all. Don't do it. <laughs> Oceans don't exist and Kenny Rogers has been dead since the fifties. It's been a Kenny Rogers impersonators this whole time. Yep. His entire life. It's possible. What what uh, what made you like what's, what got you into Dolly Parton? Because you're a big fan. Oh yeah. Um, I well, I'm not. I my family is from the south. My dad's family, but I'm from Miami, which is like South Florida. But I think just Dolly Parton from a very young age, because my dad's family is southern. I just really loved her a lot. And then I kind of got big breasts, and I was like, oh, I like Dolly Parton, this is awesome. <laughs> <laughs> and 
So it's like because you recognized uh, yeah, yourself. Yeah, you recognized him. But also, um, just the deeper you get into Dolly, the more you love her. She's, she's so smart. She's the so deeper funny. you get into Dolly. And it's not just 9 to 5 and Jolene. And, no, there's... Dolly Parton is amazing. Are you talking about her, her body of work or like her, like her outside of the her, studio? Both, both her music and just her, her as a person, her as a businesswoman, her as a philanthropist, just her icon, her as an icon. She's, she's like the, is she a member of that too? Is she, is she a genius? No, yeah. no. There's someone. She's just regular, but she's amazing. There's someone, it's Dolly Parton, there's, there's, there's someone like that who's, who's like a, extremely like, Smart, uh, intellectual lady, and also just one smart lady. No, there's one who's known, like, she's known for like being. Uh, I'm sorry. Yeah, I need to take my shirt real soon. I was doing a conspiracy theory recently about if Dolly Parton and Elvira were actually the same person. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think they've ever been on video together. Can we change that? Maybe like a Muppet show. I can see a Muppet show with Elvira and Elvira. Would they get along, do you think? A lot of, uh, a lot, a lot of big dick energy in that room. on the crew. Um... All right, I think I'm gonna wrap this up. It's been like an hour. Okay. Uh, final thoughts? I don't. Know, I think we've had enough thoughts. Final thoughts? Do drugs. Do drugs, kids. Don't do drugs, kids. Do drugs responsibly. Do good drugs responsibly. Was it not? Did I not entertain you? I mean, I I That's enjoyed it. All a podcast is it's just people talking in a car. <laughs> well, not all podcasts. That's this podcast. This podcast. You don't, you don't like podcasts? No, no. I, I've heard yours before, but I was just like, it's not easy. Like, you don't plan it. You just talk about stuff. Like, we podcast it. That's why, yeah, that's why so many people do podcast. it. I think this is the first podcast I've ever done. Yeah? Yeah. It's my first podcast. Double version. I had it with that stupid, boring Neil.